Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to episode 5 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. Uh, my name's Alex Newell, I'm your host and GM, and with me today I have... Lydia Nicholas. Ben Meredith. Bryn Monroe. James Ross. And we're continuing playing our extended Pathfinder campaign. Uh, everyone tell me a little bit about your characters, just to get everyone up to speed quickly. 
Uh, I'm Sir Bertrand Bertie McGovingham, a posh idiot who likes hitting things in a flashy way mm-hmm. and pushing pianos around. <laughs> pushing pianos around. My arch nemesis, all furniture! <laughs> uh, I am playing uh, Hamid Salah Haroun Al Tahan, uh, the halfling sorcerer, and uh, if last session I didn't go by, also a ninja. Oh, oh totally a ninja. Uh, I'm Zolf Smith, cleric of Poseidon. Uh, weedy puller-upper <laughs> and likely to burn to death next round. Uh, I am Sasha Rackett who likes appraising antiques and jumping on people and stabbing them in the head. Is that, is that, the, is that her hobby? That's, that's... <laughs> the pawnbroking business has gotten very <laughs> rough in the recession. You really need two jobs to make it. <laughs> Okay, so um, last time, obviously, um, the simulacrum was uh, apparently stolen. Um, there were people dying all over the place and uh. falling and, and pain and, and misery and fire and holes in the ground. And you've managed to save uh, one diplomat, find another one who fell into a hole and may be able to still rescue and rescue another one who's unconscious. There's fire spreading in the corner. Byron's still unconscious with Colgate tending to him. And uh, Sasha is now currently sneaking down a tunnel. That's, that's Edison's body, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And Sasha is currently heading down after the um, servant who managed to escape first with that folder. And the one who escaped having narrowly dodged a dagger into the top of the head and leaving his friend behind who's underneath a piano. We're still in combat time, so it's the start of a new round as far as I am aware. So, Hamid, you are up. The fire spreads. Oh, yeah. yeah does it good spread boy. at the beginning or the end? Uh, no, I spread it at the end of the... Um... Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Phew! <laughs> Ooh. Uh, next round, it's yeah. spreading and burning all of you. Yes, unless all we of move. Well, uh, well no, not yet. You know what's a fun thing to remember? They're not moving and the fire yeah. is. Yeah. Byron and Colgate, you may want to pay attention to that. So, what are you doing, Hamid? Um, I'm trying to decide whether to run down the dark tunnel after Sasha or go and help the French diplomat, diplomat who fell through the ceiling earlier. You tell me. I'm going to go and help the French diplomat. I'm going to do it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, how are you doing so? I'm going to run across the so you're wine cellar room yeah. and just... See, you're like, still you're still in initiative order, so I'm still going to get you moving the squares. Um, what, yeah, I, mean, I just don't know where he is. Or... He's there. Okay. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Um, I will move. Sorry, uh, that's a double move action to get uh-huh. over to him. Yeah. Just help him up and make sure he's not dead. I mean, I um, can't do it much else because I'm not a. Sure. You um you can encounter him. He he doesn't really seem to be with it anymore. He's going a bit. Uh, a bit, a bit mental. Um, as in, you can see just at a glance, he's probably got two broken legs. Um, but he's he's conscious. There's not a lot of blood or anything. It's just that his legs are a little bit of an awkward angle, and he's kind of you know half up to his neck in wine and stuff. Where's the fire? Uh, on the ground floor, there isn't. It's a wash with wine, so okay. the fire's not spreading. I didn't want to cause trouble. So occasionally either. there are pieces of like burning um, timber and stuff will be dropping down and splashing, but it's not actually catching. Yeah. Down there. Uh, wine is not flammable. No, it's not. Um, I will. <laughs> Which is why it's not on fire. <laughs> We're in the spirits. <laughs> oh, thank so God you're not in the vodka salon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably don't this. know enough not to drag him. <laughs> so I'm going to drag him towards the safer side of the hey, room. Hey, first aid, get everyone out of immediate danger <coughs> before you try and look after him. Mm. That's a good point. Uh, I don't have a move left for this. 
sure. But you're, time, you're... But I'll, I'll, I'll just keep his head above water. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Wine. So as he's falling down, like, oh, this is delicious. <laughs> really, it doesn't hurt as much as you'd think. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fine. Stuff happens that we aren't aware of. Bertie. Uh, I think now that that diplomat has been pulled out of immediate danger, I'm going to run towards Byron. Uh, Byron. Sure. I um, say out of immediate danger. The fire is about to spread onto the squares that you're currently stood on. Uh, uh, I am with. Uh, if if you dither at all, I'll gesture. Kind of go. Yeah, I was about to say, are you capable of moving a man who isn't going to be? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Cool. In that the case, strength check was because he's hanging. Into yeah. The I mean, I've got twelve strength. That's enough to drag someone. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. quite a small man. All right. Lovely. I was factoring a lot of like you having to brace yourself against it on the yeah. floor yeah. Oh, yeah, and yeah, all yeah, kinds yeah, yeah. of stuff. Yeah, lifting okay. someone up is very different. Cool. I am going to move in the direction of Byron. Yeah. Do you want to see my whole everything this turn to get to Byron? Yeah. That would be a full double move to get is to that. Is that really? Yeah. Five, ten, fifty. Oh yeah, you got the armor. Okay. Um, can I do that and then like attempt to talk to Byron or like shout at him while I'm moving in that direction? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can. Byron! Byron! Wake up! I've got some opium! Byron! <laughs> uh, the response you get is something akin to... <laughs> really good opium! And a bear is carrying it! <laughs> yeah, he's, a bear's got a hat! There's chunks of building in Byron currently, so right. he may not be in a, a position to respond. Uh, am I at this point able to like pick up Byron and help move uh, You've used all of your move, but next okay. time you will be able to basically bodily just chuck him over your shoulder. Okay. And... Alright. Um, and what is what does Colgate look like at this point? Colgate looks all right. You know, he's got kind of superficial stuff. He scuffs yeah, and, yeah. and scrapes and stuff. Uh, but he's there. He's you know sleeves rolled up. He's administering it. In fact, as you come up, he just goes apply pressure and carries on with what he's I, doing. I carefully. apply pressure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I apply pressure. The stakes are really high. <laughs> 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 okay, and so another thing happens that no one's aware of in this room. Boop boop, and the one under the piano continues to be under a piano. <laughs> oh, uh, he didn't die? Uh, he might be dead, but he's still he's under, under a piano. piano. <laughs> Zolf, you're up. He may be lying low. It's like, I think I might be fine if I just stay here. <laughs> Best case scenario, this is a very dark heart. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. Um, I will drag the man, but you at double be, my speed? Um, so dragging, you'll be moving at half speed. So double my But you can use your full two moves. So you end up moving at your speed, but dragging him. But can I just check, is your movement speed as fast? Or faster than the fire spreads. No, fire. it is double. It's double the speed of fire. Right. <laughs> is that's, that's a good is superhero thing. Double the speed of fire. <laughs> okay, so your movement is ten. Your yeah, movement and, is and, ten, and it's five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that that is. We can do that. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to quit with that. No, it's okay. It's it's still pathetic. Yeah. Frankly, it's it's pretty bad. <sighs> So, <laughs> you move uh, your full ten? Yes. Okay. And <laughs> Sasha, before yeah. the fire. Uh, so, Sasha, you're up. You're currently yeah. heading down a corridor. Yeah. So, for you, it's going to get a bit more descriptive because I don't have a map that's bigger than, like, the world. Oh. Um, so, you're currently you're sneaking down a corridor. So, it's a corridor. Sorry, because you said that looked like a blasted hole. But I, I I'm calling it a corridor. I'm, I'm misnaming it. It's is a it, tunnel. Is it Let a me... dugout tunnel? Um, so what it appears to be 
is that it's blown through mm -hmm. into what looks to be um, a neighbouring cellar or something Ooh. similar. Um, so it is currently moving between boxes. Mm -hmm. So what at first looks like a tunnel now that you're there, there are actually crates on either side. So oh. someone's probably gone through a warehouse or something similar. Mm. Um, or at least a storage beneath one of the other townhouses. Mm -hmm. um, it may even be a cellar for this building, you, you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but you find yourself with crates on either side mm -hmm. and you're sneaking along quite carefully mm -hmm. and you hear distinctly the sound of a blast further up. And you make it to a T-junction, left or right, basically. Um, or you could take the time to climb up over the um, crates. So can you tell me, if, could I hear which direction the blast came from? Uh, it looks, sounds like it came from directly in front rather than um, okay. sort of to one side. Right. Uh, so uh, I think that I will climb up on top of the crates. Okay. I will be very sneaky as I do that. I don't sure. know if there are... Uh, yeah, what you'll be doing is a climb check and a stealth check. The stealth check, if you fail it, it doesn't affect how you can climb or anything. Yeah. Um, but the climb check is, if you fail the climb check, you do not successfully climb. Right. There is a very cool rogue skill which I like, which this is going to get really in-depth, so I'll mm -hmm. get through it quickly. There is a rogue feat mm -hmm. in Pathfinder, which basically says, take a ninja feat, because ninja is a class. And of the ninja feats, there is one which gives you a climb speed. Mm. Um, actually, we've played a previous game where yeah, I, yeah. You, you were using a character that had that. Um, so if you really intend to do a lot of climbing, it's actually a decent feat to take. But again, it's only good for climbing. Well, if the next place you take us to is a multi-level building with lots of obstacles, then I will begin to see a pattern in your GMing and possibly <laughs> take a climb feat to back it up. You but... find yourself in a desert. <laughs> a salt flat. Yeah. But a multi-story. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. you start to climb up. So if you give me the climb check, uh, eighteen yeah. plus three. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so basically you start climbing up, um, and yeah, you're. Do I need to do a stealth check to see whether um, I'm I'll get you up to the top, and then I'll do the stealth check afterwards. Okay. So yeah, you're climbing up. It's it's not especially high. It's maybe sort of um, twenty feet. So it's right up near the ceiling. It's quite high. What I mean, though, is that it's not like a warehouse. It is underground. Yeah. More of a ware bungalow. <laughs> it's a ware bunker. Uh, yes, it's a man who goes out, and then when the moon <laughs> comes out, he turns into <laughs> a large, <laughs> fortified building. Um, I'm five foot, and Sasha is a couple of inches higher than that. That's pretty tall still, so good it's climbing. It's a decent climb. Yeah, yeah, it's a good job. I mean, you, well done you climbing. getting an 18 did matter, and get you fell and hurt yourself. Oh, gosh, okay. So you get to the top. Give yeah. me a stealth check now. Oh crap, four plus seven. Basically, it is, it is a big climb. There's one period where you grab something that you think is crate. Actually, it's a piece of timber poking out mm. from one of the boxes. It falls, it clatters. Uh, honestly, though, there's quite a lot of noise coming from back there of burning mm. timber and masonry and... And explosions. And yeah. explosions further ahead. Like, yeah. it was a bad stealth check, but I feel like it's not that much of an issue. Um, and you see that there are a few more rows, basically, of crates. The path left and right would have taken you and it just intersperses mm -hmm. like aisles. Um, uh, you can't see the far end of it just because it's, it's not lit. Mm -hmm. um, it's getting darker as you move along. Mm. Uh, that I would, think that was my move that and my would be, Yeah, that would be your full action, but if you want to, oh, if you, I, I, anything else that you want to ask or anything. Uh, perception check just to, but then I did that and I heard about the, I heard the explosion. Yeah, and um, you didn't hear any footsteps when you did that one. No, there isn't really anything that I need to do, I'm just climbing through. Okay, well, now you get to call out your thing. Mm? Fire spreads! Oh, yes. 
you've got a catchphrase now. You're I gonna do, apparently. Shout it the out. The fire spread. The fire's already, that fire's already gone. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the fire's completely swallowed that corner. Goodness me. Yeah, see, just, just barely outstripping the fire. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, so uh, Zolf is just staying ahead of the fire there. Um, what I'm going to do is get a bit more creative now. So the flames are licking up near the ceiling of the um, the actual music hall in the in that corner that's a flame near, nearest the doors that you came in. Um, in flat, in flacked. In fact, from the tannoy system that they was using to speak, some sparks go and it just pops. It just bursts from the heat. The ceiling. Um, uh, paint is visibly peeling, flames are licking up against the wall, and there's a very ominous creak coming from that corner. You're suspecting that probably the floor above is going to start wanting to fall in. I mean, looking around, the ceiling has lots of cracks in it, and the occasional small hole, it's not on a comparison to how badly the floor's been damaged. Clearly the blast has been down and up, rather than sort of all around you, and a lot of masonry has been fired up into the ceiling, come back down and brought a little bit of the ceiling with it. Um, so it's not you don't have like a massive cave and there's not massive gaping holes in the ceiling leading to the other floors, yeah. but there could very well soon be given the uh, spread of that fire. Oh dear. Good, good, good. So, Hamid, you're up. You um, are currently almost. Uh, you're sort of surrounded by fire above you. Yeah. So looking up, there's like that. Feet, there's the hole in the ceiling, light coming down, flames yeah. looking around all sides, and you're um, knee deep in wine. The one part of this that Hamid would actually be okay with. <laughs> Is there an exit to this wine cellar? Yes, the exit to the wine cellar is um, an equivalent to the doors that you came in via the um, the music hall. Also, I'm afraid there is no other natural exit in. It's like there's one root door in, one door out for the cellar. Yeah. That tunnel is its own thing. There wasn't any secondary exits to the um, cellar. Wouldn't be a problem if you could turn into a dragon. True story. <laughs> it would be other problems. <laughs> oh my god, he's a dragon! <laughs> His handshake is now, if anything, too firm. <laughs> Whoa. Um, the thing is, I want to run after Sasha and help her, but I don't think I can morally abandon this poor injured diplomat. Then don't. Also, if she snuck off, uh, aren't you pretty rubbish at sneaking? I'm Halflings are pretty solid, actually. Plus, he's not wearing armor, so he'll be oh, alright. I'm actually de I'm pretty decent at sneaking. I mean, she'd outstrip him, but he's no yeah. he's no slouch. At least for the time being. Yeah. At level one, we're, I'm nearly as good as her. <laughs> By level four or five. Yeah, yeah. So, keeping it moving. What are you doing, bro? Uh, I am going to drag this poor diplomat towards the door. Okay. And um, you get to move. It basically, you're moving half your move speed. Yep. So, if you use both of your moves, you move your move speed. Yeah. So, do so. Basically, move yourself just to keep track. So Hamid has basically been dragging this uh, French diplomat who, again, he's not really coherent. Um, do, you, do you speak French? Yes. Okay, so there's a few swear words in there, but he's not being particularly coherent. I'll mutter some re reassuring platitudes <laughs> mutter them. in French. You're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Don't Hamid's, worry, it's going to be fine. Hamid's, You'll be okay. Hamid's one turn away from getting sort of to the to the doors of the cellar. Um, so the roof that's on fire. The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Literally, you are all going to die. <laughs> no. um, so you hear footsteps oh. and see um, the one that, not the first one that got away, but the second one that got away, um, has is basically sneaking um, amongst the crates 
He's not looking up. He's he's assuming someone's on his level. He's at the f the final row of crates before um, what looks like a, a door um, out or something similar. Um, Are there three hours of crates? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you you basically see him. He's being really careful because he's expecting at any moment sort of you to come around the corner. Mm -hmm. He's already got another flask in hand, mm -hmm. um, but uh, he's not looking up. Yes. Um, Bertie, you're up. Okay. Um, is there are there any other entrances or exits to this big hall, particularly against this side of the wall? There may be behind curtains in the stage. The curtains at the stage have been pulled aside, okay. but they're not fully exposed, so okay. you don't. And are there windows? Yeah, that was my uh, next question. There are high windows. The windows are ten foot off the floor, um, and they have the curtains closed, which have gone. Ah, oh, I'm so not going to throw Byron on this, through a On the side that Byron's at, yeah. um, there are no um, burning windows. The flames haven't caught here. Okay. On the side that Zolf is nearest to, all of the curtains are aflame. Mm. So I they're, mean, they're, they're ten foot up, right? These they're, they're, they're ten foot up. Like okay. you would be doing a pretty formidable strength check to literally pick Byron of all people, <laughs> or yeah. hold him over your head, and then double arm throw him yeah. up. Out through a window and like down. A big drunk beach. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think that's. That's not particularly helpful. feasible. Um, okay, in that case, um, in terms of the stage, are there any? Uh, presumably, there's a natural way up to the stage. Yes. Like a staircase. There is a staircase right up against the back wall, which you could go up. Just on that side, or on the other side as well. Uh, both sides. Both sides. Okay, cool. Um, lovely. In that case, um, I think irrespective. I would normally check with Colgate to see if he's clearly more medically experienced um, of this. I would normally ask him whether we should move him, but the fire is coming in quite quickly, so, so just, I think I'm just, just going to say what you do. Up. So um, Bertie picks up uh, Byron, um, uh, pushes Colgate to one side, um, and just uh, moves off around the side of sure. the crater as fast as he can in that direction. So if you move one move speed because he's dragging a body, but okay, yeah. Um, Bryn's okay to move that and do the maths. Meanwhile, um, I'm going to keep it moving. Uh, something happens that you can't see or hear. Zolf, you're up. Okay, I have remembered something. Go for it. Um, that floating disc isn't gone, yep. and it follows me. Now, although, ah. it may, it, although it can't fly, it could probably have gone or around the hole to get to me. I'm uh -huh. not sure exactly how floating discs work. Do you have to waste part of your actions controlling it? No. And uh, how many rounds have we had? Because it lasts 10 rounds of battle. It's not been we 10 yet. quite a lot. Um, not since he cast it. I think we're... I'd have to go back and listen, actually. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, I should have been keeping track. In fairness, actually, I say I should. When you have an effect that has a number of rounds, it is your responsibility to keep track of. I have to keep track of all the environmental factors, yeah. which I'm terrible that we've established with the fire <laughs> and all of the NPCs. Uh, as so far as I'm aware it's been six rounds. Okay. Six or seven. Yeah, so so here's the thing is for future reference if a negative or a positive effect is happening you guys have to keep track of what's affecting you. Sure. If you have a bonus so let's say that Bryn is offering other people while he's got a spell active a bonus of plus one mm -hmm. it's his responsibility to remind you guys. Um, technically if I was an amazing GM I'd be able to keep track of all of this but I'm not. Mm. So you're going to have to do a bit of the maths yourself. No. Honesty is really a sign of power and strength, Alex. <laughs> All Aww. of us believe in you. Because you tell us that we shouldn't believe you. Aww. <laughs> Aww. I'm very impressed. Aww. I'm going to tell my mum that. <laughs> and then make her say it. <laughs> so, um, no, it doesn't cost me, it just kind of follows me around, unless otherwise okay. connected at five foot So what are you thinking? I feel like you're leading towards something. Okay, so basically I'm going to pick up the diplomat, right? And I'm going to jump down that hole. 
because it's longer. I, the, the other option is I jump down that hole, and that hole is further away than this hole. Oh, so you could stand on the disc and then get the disc to gently. Um, I'm going to put the dip mat on the disc okay. and get it to follow me down. But you're going to take the yes. sort of however many feet drop. Yeah. All right, that's fine. That's good. You said it was about a 30 foot drop. Uh, yeah, uh, it varies between sort of 30 and 20. There's like honks of masonry and stuff that yeah. are messing around with it. Okay, in which case then you. Um, so bundle the dip mat onto the disc. Yep. Yeah. Um, How? What's the falling rate of the disc? Uh, in fact, oh yeah, because it's currently over the sort of edge of the um, yeah. floor. Uh, it isn't mentioned. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's designed for this eventuality. So I'm going to be honest, it may plummet exactly as fast as if... Um, but then if it came to three feet above the ground, it'd probably have a bit of... three feet less, but my, it's not going to be... My, my thinking is I put him on the disc, mm-hmm. hold on to the disc, and jump with the disc, so that I'm effectively holding him, but there might be some extra cushionage from the disc attempting to keep above them. All right, I'll, I'll I don't know how it works because I've not used it in this. Like as a cleric, I haven't used it for this yet. So I need I'm to do some more research on that because these are quite specific scenarios for it. I'll have to do a bit more research. I'll I'll go with it for now. Um, but you're going to be taking yeah. extra damage because Fine. you're basically taking his full damage yeah. minus a bit for the disc and your own. I will be as surprised as you by the in character as you by the uh, effects of this. Thing. Go for it. We're experimenting. Yeah. So um, you don't need to roll an acrobatics. What we do need to do is find out how much damage you take. Okay. Um, cool. Do I not get any attempt to try and lessen? You the can damage? do an acrobatics. What you can't do is you can't do an acrobatics whilst holding a disc with a, an unconscious person. How about fortitude save? Um, you may need to do that to stop yourself dying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, I am just going to look up now the specifics for fall damage. So I'm a cleric of channel energy. It's been a while since I said it, by the way. A lot of the time, what we're doing is we're using the Pathfinder SRD, d20pfsrd.com, which is the open source um, for all of these rules, so you can follow it online. So I'm currently just looking up the environmental effect for falling. Yep. So you're going to be taking... Technically, um, you're going to be taking 66 because you're trying to take his fall damage on top of your own. I can mediate that to a 5d6. You that haven't yet taken the jump. It is 1d6 per 10 feet fall, and it's just that the first d6 is me- is ignored unless uh, it is into a, a bigger fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I move instead. For, yeah, for the listeners, it's realising that he could be potentially losing more than three times his hit points in the fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I wasn't going to tell you no. But I was going to give you an out when I yeah, told you how much damage you would be taking. That's fair. Um, Sasha, you're currently at the top of some crates seeing an enemy sneaking towards yep. a door. If I was to try and jump from rung to rung, would that, is it plausible that I could, given that he's drawn it in very narrow alleys and I've quite a lot of acrobatic skill, is the idea of doing those two jumps and then jumping down and stabbing him in the head a possibility? Or is that...? No. You could get to him, yeah. but you would not be able to get to him and do an attack. You could be directly above him. Would and would I still be sneaking? Uh, it, it, it would be possible for you to both get to him and sneaking. You could not get to him and attack him, or get to him and sneak and attack. You can get to him, and you can do it sneakily, but yeah. that's as far okay, as you I'm can Okay, I'm going to try and be positioned okay. there. First that's my first. intention. First things first, then. Yeah. Give me. 
two acrobatics rolls. Uh -huh. So first one. Oh. What's your modifier though? It's quite Seven. Big. So that's 13. That's fine. Okay. And again. Nine. Nine. Oh no, wait, wait, seven, no, ten. Ten. Ten? Yeah. Um, you will make it to the other set of crates, but you're no longer on top. You basically landed in a sort of climb stance. Okay. Um, so you are not going to be able to go further than that now. That's fine. Give me a stealth check to see whether he heard your faffy or not. You'll be taking a penalty for failing the second acrobatics check. Uh, no, he doesn't know you that. Yeah, seven, <laughs> 17 plus 7. So, yeah. like, I don't... At level 1, uh, <laughs> uh, you're rolling a 17 plus your 7. You're well into the 20s. Yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's it's like watching someone throw silly putty at a window. It just... <laughs> <laughs> silently <laughs> moulded to the surface. That's ex but it ties in completely with my backstory. Yeah. Like being like... I'm not here. me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so, fire spreads. And um, we need to hurry up, otherwise we're going to have three sessions of just combat, basically. Um, okay, Hamid, you're up. You open the door. It's not locked, and there are stairs leading up in a stone-lined passageway. Um, I'm happy to just basically take you out of um, combat I order. I think that's best. I'm going to start calling for help as well, because sure. I'm anticipating there might still be servants around sure. in this section. Okay, cool. Good turn. Quick, simple. Um, that guy, the one that you are sneaking up after, mm -hmm. he basically goes through the door unaware of you. Mm -hmm. You see him go through the door, leave it open, and go to the right. So I... I wouldn't bother, honestly. Um, it's going to get more descriptive than mm -hmm. needing to be on a battle map at this point. Um, and Bertie. Hello. Um, I think I continue to move with Byron and Colgate in the direction of um, going back behind the stage and out as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm, that's fine. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Zolf, uh, presumably you're carrying on with your moves. Yeah. Uh, which means I can do okay. that. Um, I'm now looking at this board, and what I'm seeing is um, Hamid's out of the situation calling for help, and help is coming. Uh, Zolf is outstripping the fire which is spreading and making it Only to just. the stage, <laughs> as is Bertie with both Colgate and Byron, um, and Sasha is chasing in a completely different part of the, the, the scenario. I take it this diplomat here has kind of... Yeah, he's, he's gone off on his own. Um, the last thing I will do, just before I drop out of combat time, uh -huh. is cast Message. Okay, who which, are you casting it to? Uh, Bertie, I know. He's yeah, one I know it's best. a person that you know? It, allows, it allows us to just talk to each other quickly. So you basically you have a walkie-talkie with Bertie? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Um, I, I've got out of the wine cellar underneath. I've got the French uh, diplomat with me. How is everyone up there? Oh, couldn't be better. No, lovely. Uh, no, we're in quite bad shape. Right <laughs> <laughs> it's really very bad. Um, lot of fire. Um, yes, I was there a second ago. I mean, <laughs> there's still fire. Uh, not gone anywhere. Um, Yes, oh no, we have uh, Byron, uh, who's in a very bad way, and uh, Mr. Colgate, and I believe Zolf is uh, on the other side of the stage uh, taking uh, some foreign fellow. Do you, go, do you guys have a way out? Uh, I think we're going through the back of the stage. Um, from Good. there, uh, not sure. Uh, Sasha headed out um, through the tunnel chasing the people who did this. I, I had to help the, the, uh, the, dip, the dip for that. Okay. Um, you guys, I'm going to drop out of combat time now because you've you pretty much got this scenario licked. Um, 
So, by the way, this counts as a uh, high XP success for you guys. You rescued all of the people that you were responsible to rescue, even when I thought you'd lost the Frenchman. Um, and you're still in chase, so yeah, that's, that's a success. Yeah, you make it up onto the stage, and there is uh, basically a stage door. Um, you manage to head out, and the first that's thing that you encounter are um, a couple of servants carrying like buckets of sand and water. Um, that's not enough for that fire. Yeah, right? <laughs> basically, they, they, they help you out, they, they pull you into a side room. It looks to be some kind of a basic dressing room, nothing shit fancy. Um, they poke their heads in with their buckets, look at what is now a blazing inferno that's, you know, 50 feet across. Um, rapidly go pale, close the door, and start leading you out towards, um, a basically, outside of the grounds. I am now going to cut to Sasha exclusively, and then we'll reconvene with you guys afterwards. So, uh -huh. you um, are chasing the, um, the, the one that got away, uh -huh. basically. Um, second one who got away. Second one who got away, true. So, uh, you are sneaking up on him. Uh -huh. And if you'll wait with me one second, uh -huh. we're going to take a bit of a break and then we'll get back here in a couple of minutes. Uh -huh. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello there. Pre-recorded James Ross here. I love what you've done with your hair. Have you been working out lately? God, you look hench. Well, I'm not featuring in the Rusty Quill podcast. I'm a comedian. If you're anything like me, and I certainly am, then you are sick, sick of terrible comedy nights. They're terrible. By definition, that's not very good. So I've launched a new one, Quantum Leopard. Second Saturday of the month at the Rag Factory off London's Brick Lane. I pick the acts, and I have great taste in acts. No racism, sexism, classism, or homophobia, and no picking on the audience. It's a fluffy night for lovely people only. And if anyone's not lovely, I'll murder them and leave them in a bin. I've got faith in my acts, and faith in my audience. Pay what you think the show is worth, and it's bring your own booze, because I'm incredibly cheap. Suitable for children of all ages, provided those ages are all definitely over 18. Look us up on Facebook, because proper websites are surprisingly difficult and expensive. Quantum Leopard, like the smallest possible leopard. And welcome back. So, yes, uh, Sasha, you are chasing um, one of the servants who's mm-hmm. rapidly getting rid of his servant costume as he goes, a pair of... Ooh sort of pants to the side and something else. He's, he's not trying to stay quiet. He's running and ditching stuff on the fly. Hot. Mm. <laughs> so there is a naked arsonist. <laughs> oh, that's an episode title, isn't it? <laughs> the naked, the naked arsonist. arsonist. The naked arsonist. <laughs> it's not an episode title. That's a BBC Two pitch. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more Channel 4. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's kind of half like country comedy and half like really gritty crime drama. Wait, so imagine. you're saying The Wire crossed with Emmerdale? I reckon yeah. a Midsummer Murder spin-off, Midsummer Arson. <laughs> so, you're chasing, ladies. you're chasing one of the servants. Mm. Yep. Um, he is basically, it's gone into what looks like another storage room, quite generic. Right. Um, and he's running off to the right-hand side, uh-huh. straight towards a, another blown hole in the wall. Um, me. Yeah, they've they've blown a lot of holes in walls. Yeah, um, and he's he's powering towards that. Sort of describe in more general details what you're doing. Rather so than just right now I'm holding on to the, essentially the top of a bookshelf, mm-hmm. uh, which is twenty feet high, and mm-hmm. I'm only five foot. Mm-hmm. So uh, realizing that he's dashed through that door, I will drop down to the ground uh, and go around the bookcase rather than hauling myself up. Uh, and yeah, like sneakily put my head around the corner because I guess that I wouldn't be able to see him laying it across that room until I'd seen him go. And then again, yeah, sneak over to the the hole. I'm quite. This is I, my my plan right now is not to engage. Mm-hmm. I, so I am perception checking whenever I have the opportunity. Sure. So um, actually, give me another perception check. Oh. Uh, it's twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, solid. So you see him picking his way across the um, wall, which was clearly blown inwards, by the way. 
and so they didn't blow in from that building mm -hmm. they've blown in from another one gone through potentially mm -hmm. a second building or the first one it's hard to tell if you've left the townhouse sort yeah. of compound yet mm -hmm. um but what you do see is the first one who had left with the folder mm -hmm. sort of pokes his head out and gestures to the first guy and then um the first guy steps through mm -hmm. right so i i cross that room and, and go I'm, to the hole? I go to the hole, but I'm listening again to sort of check. I want to know if there's anyone around that corner before I go through it. Um, as you are stepping closer mm -hmm. and listening out, you hear... Oh, okay, I run back to the And crates. there's a big boom. Give me a reflex save. Uh, at 12 plus, what do I use for a reflex? Um, it's actually its own thing, so it'll be okay. up here at the top, five. which is, should be massive for so, you. Yeah, five, so five plus what, 17? 17, yeah. Um, do I touch out of the way? Yeah. Right. There is, there's a. Uh, there's another explosion. <laughs> yep. And um, pieces of shrapnel flying yep. past you. Jump, you, jump, you, dodge, you, dodge, you kick, do, spin! Yeah, just crazy. And Walk away on my hand! <laughs> <laughs> Making tea with my feet whilst I do it! Um, basically, what looks like the, the piece of flooring that was holding up that hole just collapses down with bringing the chunk of ceiling with it. And they just sealed the tunnel that he dumped yeah. it out through. Just... Man. You're kind of wafting dust out of your, mm -hmm. your face. It's hard to see what's going on. And then um, basically it seems like it wasn't a very big explosion, mm -hmm. but the guy who made it out first has clearly been um, blowing an, maybe blowing an alternate route or something oh and rigged gosh. this so that when they came through, he the could ceiling. close it behind them. Right. Okay. Uh, is it still, still um, me? I'm going to stick with you okay. uh, and then follow. So from, if you're giving me the scene, is this uh -huh. quite a shallow kind of basement room? I don't know. Yeah, this is, a, to, is this there is the way for scale. me to climb up? Honestly, this is now just a standard ceiling room. You've gone from the big, uh -huh. tall um, cellar with the crates yeah. to a much lower one. Um, it appears to be an empty cellar. It doesn't even appear to have any storage in. It's a okay. little bit damp and manky. Is there... Uh, there is, on your right-hand side, uh -huh. is where you've just um, dodged from the explosion and the ceiling's caved uh -huh. in a bit. The rest of it actually seems quite hardy. It doesn't uh -huh. seem too bad. Um, but what you do see is at the like ahead of you, dead ahead, are a set of stairs without a railing. Uh -huh. Not particularly far like just standard cellar stairs leading to a trapdoor mm, uh, since i know that this place is on freaking fire mm -hmm. um that is going back the way i came is not a great option so i'm going to go up those stairs uh, -huh. uh and yeah i'm going to try and look quiet and unthreatening okay given that i think this is probably just normal people's houses sure can so, emerge from nowhere so you are heading up the stairs and you open the trapdoor mm -hmm. and we'll cut across to you guys so um yeah you're led out onto the grounds out front um and first thing on. i actually do is check the people who i'm with over to make sure none of them are bleeding out yep and um are any of them no um, the Byron is KO'd but was stabilised by Colgate. Then I will uh, burn um, Sanctuary to be a cure like wounds on Byron to earn some brownie points for a rich drunk lord. <laughs> okay. Um, basically, he's he's healed up, and the first thing that he sees is you looking down on him. Um, the awkward thing is is that cure like wounds will not stop him being drunk. <laughs> that, yeah, he's he's very drunk, like slurring drunk. Uh, like he clearly was pretty much falling asleep during the auction. It's apparent, but he appears to at least register you there and gives you sort of a clap on the face, and then yeah. kind of 
subsides again. Not not KO'd like unconscious, but it's the difference between. I don't know if you've ever seen it in real yeah, life. Yeah. It's the difference between sleeping and unconscious. Once you've seen it, it's really obvious. It's like I'll, that muscle difference. I'll turn to Colgate and go, you should be all right now. Yes, he'll be fine. Thank you uh, very much. I, I don't know who you are. Thank you. These, these other two could probably use some administrations uh, mm. as well. Um, broken legs, minute, uh, diplomat. He gets a summon monster into a cure like wounds. Um, so, uh, to explain what he's doing, uh, what Ben's doing, by the way, is one of the things that the clerics have is that they can prepare a bunch of spells for the day. But the thing that makes clerics kind of better than some other classes when it comes to support is at any point they can just go, as useful as it would be to summon a monster, eh, I'm going to use that to heal instead. And you, it's sort of like you're using the energy or the, the I suppose it's about the, like, the deific favour, you're using it for something else, i.e., healing. Uh, and then there's the unconscious one. Yes. Um, so the one with the broken legs, your healing won't restore their legs. You basically are restoring everything else, but it doesn't regain mobility. There's different spells that's for fine. that, basically. Um, and but they're, they're, they're perky, just with broken legs. I will also be using um, <laughs> my mundane heal to splint up their legs as best yeah, I sure. can. Yeah, uh, sure. Give me a heal check for that. Uh, that is 23. Yeah, you do a really solid job. In fact, <laughs> I'm going to allow you, there's a moment where, um, roleplay it, uh, you get to re-break one of them into a straight because it's quite badly done. You get to do the... Yeah. Yeah, that'll be better. <clears throat> so, <gasps> yeah, <gasps> just <gasps> calm down. This is going to uh, hurt, but it will be better in the long oh, run, okay? Be, oh, yeah. I'll be, reassur- I'll be Wait, on, reassuring him in French yeah. as well. Yeah. I'll be translating. On, on toi, yeah? Deux, trois. He passes out again. And then split it up. Sure. We should go and try and find Sasha. Agreed, very well. Uh, well, she went uh, down. Well, she would have headed north. Well, maybe the guards would have. Maybe the guards would have seen something if they got patrols. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's let's. We'll, we'll have to keep to the street level, I guess. But you know, she could be anywhere. But if we can find her, she might need help. Um. So, I'll give you a visual description and then jump back to Sasha. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so you're sort of. In, you're in a back garden, basically, for this building, and um, looking out, you can see plumes of smoke going up. Um, it's clear that like the building's going up, and it's a central city building, so A, it's very expensive, and B, lots of people don't want that to happen. Um, you can hear screams and cries from the crowd. You don't know if they're actually being directly affected or if it's just you know crowds being crowds, um, but clearly a large crowd is going to make it hard for any kind of... Um, fire crews to make it in time to really save anything. Um, cutting back to Sasha. Mm-hmm. Popped my head up. You open the trap. Oh yeah, open the trap. Didn't you... pop my head up because I'm a wise. You are clever. Ex antique appraiser. You open the trap. <laughs> <laughs> you open the trap door and see a pair of polished heels and like a suit trousers and what looks like the back of a shop counter. Like you've come up behind. You've not poked your head, you're just sort of looking up, and yeah, you see the heels of someone who looks compar- comparatively well to do, unaware that the trap door behind them's open. Right. right. Hey, mate, there's a, there's a, there's a fire. Oh, Sorry, oh, there's a me. fire. Oh, Did you hello. see? You should probably get out because what? Uh, what? Edison's manor is on fire. I just what? managed to climb through. Oh, uh, oh, goodness, are you okay? Somehow sound Australian. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> are you okay? Well, like, I'm, from down under. I'm like, I'm, oh. I'm fine. Oh, God. Oh, James. <laughs> Did I take a wound 
from that! <laughs> I'm pretty certain Bertie's going to be taking psychic damage very soon from all of these puns. Like, yeah, no, I'm I'm fine, but you should be you should be proper careful because there's uh, there's can you see? Just it must be just down the street because I've only come through one oh, basement. Goodness me! Um, uh, so I is, is there is, is there a fire in my basement? Uh, no, no, no. There's one in your neighbour's house. Oh right. Um. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, come with me. Come with me quickly. Quickly. Oh goodness me. Um. He he sort of bats the um thing bats the trapdoor down and he um comes out around the front of the counter and he's you're you're clearly in a very very upmarket mm. um uh what's it called uh, people who make suits tailor tailor thank you yeah. you're clearly in a very upmarket tailor's there's a sort yeah. of half made suits and a couple of very artfully done mannequins mm-hmm. and um the guy's been quite um quite fay about it like very mm-hmm. very delicate and fashionable he's got lots of ruffs and big uh, nice. big puffy Cravats and things, and he's sort of running over to the door. Oh, goodness me, goodness me! Opens the door for you, uh, ush, ushers you through, closes it, and about to run off, runs back, plucks out from his uh, sort of hanky uh, sleeve a key, locks his front door, <laughs> and then runs off with you to the crowd. Yeah. So you... he can see. So are we like two doors down. Yeah, you basically so, so, need to not sound like Sasha, who is actually my drunk voice. <laughs> so, yeah. So we're um, out of character. We're two doors down. Oh yes, also, yes, we yes. Are. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. 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 Right, okay. Yeah, you basically you refuse yourself. Cheers, mate. Look, look see this part. I've got to go find my friend. Oh, uh, right, yes, thank you. Um, you might want to, like, take your stock somewhere safe. Huh? Yes, um, oh, You're he, welcome. He turns around. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, uh, oh, I, I'm sure I've got any. a copper on me. Um, uh, Thanks. Thanks he, the... he literally hands over like a few coppers. Thanks for the copper, mate. Right. And, and, oh. and then he just runs off back to his shop, faffs mm. to get the key, I opens enjoy it, and my goes penny in. Suite, mate. And you see him like through the shop window, picking up random plucks of cloth, holding it, dropping it, changing what he's doing, and just faffing, just faffing enormously. And um, it's quite clear from where you stood though that whilst the whilst the Edison's house is ablaze, it's um, it's sort of marked by there is alley, there is an alleyway between this shop. Okay. Here, so that, like the fire is not going to be jumping across. He hasn't noticed that I must have gone through more than one cellar. Though. No, no, he's basically just heard no. there's a fire next door yeah. and he's gone. Yeah. Um, I think I used an entire move thing to roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we cut back to you guys in the garden with the thing going aflame and Zolf has just done all of his healing. What happened? Right, so oh, oh, we're not going to find Sasha. Yes, we should, we should, we should, yeah, we should find it. Um, she, but she went north. Uh, let, I'll, why don't you stay here with the injured? I'll, I'll, if I take that street and you take that street, but we can come back here if one of us finds her. I'll see if I can find the sergeant and see if we can get some of the other people out there before the... That's a good idea. ...falls in. Very well, gentlemen. And we proceed in various directions. So yeah, down sure. Anyway, so look um, at Sasha. I'll fluff this a bit. Obviously, I'm assuming that you are going to be heading back to the, the front fr- door. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, let's plucking out of a hat. Bertie happens to be heading to the front door um, with uh, Hamid heading sort of due north, so heading more like sort of via back gardens yeah. and so on. And then Zolf is sort of circling around. So Bertie's the first one to see Sasha working her wait, way through. Wait. A- Does he see me? I might get a perception check because there's a big panicked crowd. Eight minus one is You're seven. You're so bad at this. Oh. <laughs> You're a woman. Bertie doesn't see anything, but you are working your way through a crowd who are rushing in the opposite direction, funnily enough. 
Um, I do have crowd dodging. Yeah, I'm. You, 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 norm, genuinely, normally, I'd be getting people to sort of make some rolls to see if it slows <laughs> them down. This but is my. It's literally your thing. Yeah. So you go. <laughs> um, you, you're moving through, and you're you're getting through to the front gate, which is ajar. Funnily enough, no one's trying to get to the house anymore. Mm. Um, the front is still okay, and the left hand side's all right, but the right hand side is like ablaze, mm. and because it was the side that's nearest the street that was sort of on fire, mm-hmm. like the front half of it is aflame, and in order to get to her. Um, Bertie will have sort of been shielding himself with his shield against the fire to come back round to the front. Right, so he's heading towards the fire. So he's no, and he's I'm coming come, up behind him. So he's come round the fire mm-hmm. on the outside and has um, basically come to the front gate. Mm-hmm. You are on the crowd side of the front gate, working your way through to the front gate, and he's just sort of stood there looking, going, "Wouldn't me? There's a lot of people." <laughs> And taking a moment to go, is that Sasha? Look for like three minutes. <laughs> no. Perception that- check. <laughs> no, that's a man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a night elf. <laughs> <laughs> that's three small children in an overcoat. <laughs> okay, so um, basically, it's on you. If you choose to approach him, it's fine. If you choose to disappear forever, he will never know. I just, I'd stand, I'd stand right next to him, and I'm peering into the crowd, trying to work out what he's looking at. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get you guys to roleplay this, by the way. Yeah. I'm just curious. Uh, woman! Uh, woman! <laughs> woman! I'm, I mean... Uh, Stealthy woman! There isn't much for me to roleplay because I'm just standing there <laughs> quietly, <laughs> like, looking around me like, what what woman, mate? What, what are you looking for? overhead. Stealthy woman! Oh, there you are. Hello. Uh, uh, and what woman are you looking for? You! Oh! Probably. Oh. Yes, yes. It is you. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> Good. Where's, where's your mate? Oh, uh, he went the other way looking for you. Right, okay. Any way that you could contact him? Maybe a magical one? You well, still have, have, you have, still have the walkie-talkie being open. active. Oh, and uh, have it! Minutes. Have it! Uh, have it! Found her. <laughs> to spell out for <laughs> listeners, um, the way that, that James simulates being magically connected with Hamid is putting his hand to his ear like he's a Secret Service agent. <laughs> It's actually, Roger Wilco, it's Bertie that's here. Actually, that's, Bertie, all birds are fly. That's actually my character's attempt to find his own ear. Which is itself, <laughs> <laughs> it's itself a challenge. Um, yes. Uh, Found yes. it. Uh, okay, we'll meet back, we'll meet back where, the, where Zolf was then. Very well. Where the, where the injured people are. Coming over. Right. what we do next. Okay. I'm trying to find Sergeant Harringay. Sure. Um, so we'll say that you basically run into Harringay almost immediately. He was... He had the sense to know there was an alternate exit. There are still people in there. Um, the, 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 in, they're in the wine cellar, and the floor might be caving in soon. I, I think mo- there are some people who well, might no not worries, be there. No worries, fine. We've got it covered. Um, I've got a few guys in there already. You, in the nicest way possible, stay out. You're more useful to me healing people than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where's the rest of your group? Uh, they've gone looking for each other. We're going to meet back at the house. As you say that, basically, everyone happens to be convening on oh, that position. They're there. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> that's your ear. That is my ear. I'm going to call it at that. I, I think we're uh, out time. I hope we get paid extra for that level of danger. <laughs> <laughs> I smile winningly. Okay, I'm going to call it at that. So, uh, again. Well, do we all just turn to the camera and just shrug? Womp <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I didn't so, even steal anything. I'm so sorry. You're no, reformed. I, there will be chance. So you did stab people. So while that I failed to stab everyone, <laughs> you, I, I wouldn't notice if you had. Tried stabbing people, right, a lot people of people. People were unaware of you. I jumped on people from a great height. 
and still missed. <laughs> practice, practice makes perfect. Yeah. Well, it's I think we're going to have to wrap up this episode of the Naked Arsonist, um, <laughs> Rusty Pearl Gaming. But again, thanks for listening. Uh, this is a fun one. Uh, I quite like this one. Yeah. And we'll see you all again next week. So um, that's goodbye from me and all of us. Goodbye from us. Yeah. Right. Bye all. Bye. Bye. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill. Or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. The question is whether he can walk faster than the fire spreads. I can move. <laughs> I, can, I can move at double the speed of fire. I'll have to say that on. We were helping the civilians. Thanks for helping my back. Thought I'd join this gang so someone had my back, but no. You run off. We were helping civilians. If you yeah. take your back very far away yeah. from this quite quickly, it's harder to watch it, particularly when I have minus one to perception. Character. Anyway, no. we just I, I have a theory <laughs> with Bertie and the fact that he fails all these perception checks because he's got his helmet on the wrong way. I think he's actually playing Nightmare with a K. <laughs> 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 I Wait, so can we stand at the back of a room and just go forwards one, <laughs> turn left? There's an old woman the in left. front of you. The other left. She's Sorry, offering but... you an apple. Yeah, it's quite loud. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello all. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series 
is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.